0: Hey, guys, welcome to the Purpose Driven Life Podcast. I'm your host, Pierce. And you guys, this is hands down the most exciting podcast episode I have recorded so far because I got to interview my favorite influencer, Chloe Bow. You probably recognize the name if you've been following me for any period of time on Instagram, because I literally talk about her constantly. She is the creator and founder of Toronto Girls Social. I was able to go to one of her events a few months ago, and I got to meet her and chat with her. And she's just such an inspiration to me. I love her so much. And she's just doing amazing work with her business. And she's a full time entrepreneur after leaving her government job last year. It was so amazing chatting with her and I am so beyond grateful to have her on the show. We talked all about what inspired her to create TGS friendship, relationships, social media and life advice. She is so honest, open and vulnerable in her content and in this episode. So you guys will love it. And I can't wait for you to hear the interview. Let's just get right into it. Hello, everyone. So welcome to another episode of the purpose driven life. And I am so excited to share that on today's podcast episode, I have Chloe Bow, who is a Toronto influencer, and if you've been following me for a while, you know how obsessed I am with her. Uh, she's so incredible, and she's been such an inspiration to me over the past a little less than a year, I would say, but yeah, I just love her so much, and I'm so grateful that she uh, agreed to come on the podcast today, and I'm just so excited for you guys to get to know her a little bit better and yeah so welcome chloe god
1: hi thank you that was such a nice intro
0: oh my gosh of course
1: i'm so happy to be here yay so
0: So, having me of course so i'd love for you to tell the audience a little bit more about you um just like a little introduction about you what you do and just yeah, just get into that. Yes,
1: of course. Well, I feel like I should also mention how we met because that's also yeah. interesting. Um, but I feel like uh, you were in my DMs, and I was like, "This girl is so sweet. She's so nice. I need to follow her. I need to be friends with her." And then you came to a Toronto girl social event, and yes, it ever. And it was so great to meet you. So I'm so happy to do this, um, just because I really think your personality is so sweet and kind and you're Mm -hmm. so supportive and you've always supported me which means so much to me so thank you so much so um my intro about me is that i am chloe i am a 30 year old woman i you know what i always introduce my tiktoks like single the life of a 30 year old single woman living in toronto and i feel like that kind of sums it up about me um but i am a former social worker government policy specialist turned content creator slash influencer. Um, And it always feels weird calling yourself an influencer. Um, uh, And I am the founder of Toronto Girls Social, which is an inclusive social club for women. So we host events to help connect women with each other, to help girls make friends, and to just create more opportunities for women to have fun because we deserve to have so much fun,
0: <laughs> yes, I love it. Um, actually, on my last episode, I had Caroline, who you know as well. Um, and we were talking about like friendship and like making friends in your 20s and 30s. And I know that it can be hard to like get out there and like meet people, especially over the past like few years, because we've been in COVID, and we haven't really had that opportunity. And so what you're doing is really amazing. And it's just such a great way to like get out and meet people. So for those of you who live in Toronto or the GTA, look into Toronto Girls Social um, because her events are awesome. I've only been to one, but it was so fun and I can't wait to come to the next one. So thank
1: you so much. It's been so amazing. I wish we could have more events. Like I am trying to tell myself that it's okay to move and grow slowly, but I know there's so many people who like, I would just like, Myself love to meet, and there's so many girls in that community who want to come to an event. So, um, yeah, we're we're working on expanding and growing, but um, it's yeah. so amazing, and it's so nice to meet so many amazing women um, through Toronto Girl Social. It's it's the best. I've met so many cool people.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So, um, I'd love for you to get into a little bit more about like what really was like the turning point for you where you wanted to create Toronto Girl Social. Like, what was really what was the inspiration point where you were kind of like, okay, I need to do this?
1: Yeah. You know what? It was kind of like the perfect storm of just like who I was becoming. And I, I I say it happened kind of on a whim because I kind of, I feel like I just kind of came up with it, but it was a bunch of different things that led up to me kind of coming up to that. So, um, I was starting fresh in my life. I, a lot of people know, I talk about this a lot online that I was, um, I left my fiance. I ended my engagement. Um, we owned a condo together. I sold my share of my condo back to him and I moved out on my own for the very first time in my life. I had never lived alone. I had always had a roommate or lived with my family or lived with my partner and I was living with him for the past like seven years. So this was a huge change for me. And I was going through so much change as a person. And I'm still going through change. Like It's been about a year, almost in April, like, it's going to be two years since of me living alone. And um, and I'm still so different from the person I was when I moved into the condo the first time. Um, so I was going through a big life change. And within that change, I noticed not just my um, relationship changing, but my friends change. So I- unfortunately a lot of friendships did not last the breakup um especially when you're in uh in a long-term partnership i mean in my scenario we were we had a lot of long-term partnership or friends in long-term partnerships as well who were also moving towards that step of like getting engaged getting married buying a house having children and like i did this complete 180 and um yeah some of those friendships didn't make it so i am a naturally extroverted person and i think that's come out a lot more since i've been putting myself out there online um but i you know i do love to make friends and meet people i was i was actually in a sorority um and i and i made friends that way and it was like an intentional way of building friendships and so i would kind of go online and go on tiktok and like try to meet new people you know i'd see other people vlogging about their life in toronto and i'd be like oh you know we like the same coffee shop we should go meet and i'd had a lot of people ask me to meet as well and so i as someone who, like, really values friendships and um, values um, just meeting people and what that can bring to someone's life, I would always say, like, yes, let's meet up for a coffee. And then it kind of got to the point where, like, I was like, I can't say no- yes to any more coffee. <laughs> I'm busy. I don't even, like I – yeah, I'll see you in three weeks type of thing. You know what I mean? And right. at the same time, too – you can meet people and you can also not click with them. And I think that's totally normal and something that we don't really talk about either. So mm-hmm. I was meeting with a bunch of girls, some of them clicking with, some of them not. Um, I was also giving advice online, giving a lot of breakup advice, talking a lot about my breakup. And I was having women reach out to me saying like, you inspired me to leave my partner. You inspired me to finally break up. Like I finally did it. And then um, I decided that I wanted to maybe start like a something to help more women because I loved the... I loved the feedback I was getting about supporting women, about, you know, you inspire me to do this really difficult thing. Because for me, leaving my relationship was really difficult. It was not an easy decision. It took a lot of time for me to get there. It took probably a year of me going to therapy inconsistently before I decided that, okay, I'm going to leave. And um, there's there was also it's I say it the perfect story because there's so many pieces it's like a mind map of like trauma, all- <laughs> like all these different things happening but um when I when I um when I was figuring this out I was like what what is it that I can do to help women you know I have a social work background I have my MSW I've always loved the the roles that I got to do in my career in my previous professional career that helped and supported women I loved the courses that I st- that I studied in school about women and I was just like you know, how can I support women? How can I, how can I do that with my life? And at the same time, I was like starting to feel really unsatisfied in my day job. I was like, what am I going to do? Because I just, I don't like, I don't love this job anymore. I'm bored of it. I feel like it's not, it's not challenging me. I don't really care about it anymore, which was unlike me because I'm normally someone who really does care about their work and who wants to do a good job and who wants to show up every day, Mm -hmm. be that person who's like their boss can depend on. And I'm like, kind of coming to work late every day, you know, like logging on. I was working from home and it was two years of working from home. After a breakup, I was just like kind of dead inside. Like I felt dead. I felt so de-energized. So one night I had some girls over from TikTok. Some of them had never met before. I had like one of my friends and then just a bunch of like kind of random girls. I was like, come over to my place. We'll have some drinks. We'll have snacks. We'll go out. And it was like the most fun just meeting new people. And I was like, damn, how can I get everyone that like either wants to meet up with me who like, you know, we, I keep rescheduling or we know, or the, even the girls that, for example, like we met, but we didn't really click that well. Like, how can I get all of these girls in a room together and like bottle this feeling of how fun this was? And I was like, that's it. Toronto girls. social, like, it just came, Toronto girls social just came to my head. So it was like, I was like, I'm going to host events for women to make friends because I don't, I think everybody, every woman deserves to have this like network and this support group. And It was at a time, too, where when I was breaking up, my friends helped me out so much through my breakup. And even more now, like, as I move into my 30s and I'm like, I feel like I'm more fiercely independent than I've ever been in my life. And I'll be honest, like, I don't rely on my friendships as much as I did when I was going through that really hard time. And I think, but they helped me get to a place where I was able to kind of navigate more comp like, navigate my life more alone or independently, if that makes sense. Um, So... My thought is with Toronto Girls Socials that it's just so important for women to have a network and a community. And there's so many different, <clears throat> like we have so many messages about romantic love and partnership and finding your your, you know, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your fiance, you're getting married, you want to have kids. Like, these are the steps you need to take when you're like 25. And it's like, no, like, we haven't had enough messages that like community love and support is just as valuable, if not more valuable, than romantic partnership and romantic love. And I think that's what, something I want to tackle with Toronto Girls Social is like creating communities of women. And also the other part about it, which I really wanted to, um, really wanted to hone in on was diversifying your friend group. So when, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to, like, we can become friends with people that we know in elementary school, high school, sports, university, you know, maybe your sorority, like, my friends, like, you know, just completely being honest, I've had lots of friend breaks, friend, friend breakups in my life, and normalized friend breakups, like they don't, you you can't be friends with the same person for the rest of your life, oftentimes, like, or for your whole life, it just might not happen. Um, And so... I want Toronto Girls Social to, yeah, provide an opportunity for people who maybe are new to the city or who've had a friend breakup or who just want to know more people because there's so much power in a diverse network of people. There's so much power in diversity um, because different backgrounds, perspectives, they enrich and enhance your own, and we share that with other people. So I really want Toronto Girls Social to be a community where – any woman who looks at that can say, I have a seat at that table, you know, or that they would be welcome in this community. And it's, I really want it to be a judgment free zone. I want it to be somewhere where women feel safe and supported to just come out there and take a risk and be themselves and meet new people. And so that is what I'm trying to do with Toronto girl social. And that's sort of how it be. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a long-winded story.
0: That's okay. Oh my gosh, you said so many good things. I'm like trying to remember everything that I like want to mention after like hearing all of that from you. Um Like the first thing I want to mention is I think especially in the society that we live in, it's so important for like women to support and empower each other and not tear each other down because I feel like society and the media does that enough. And so I love that, you know, you have um, like a platform and a space where like we're all about empowerment and supporting and like making friends that, you know, you have things in common with and like diversifying your friend group is so important too. And that's something that I'm working on, like really prioritizing. And that's why I loved um like going to your event, because I met so many people that like, I never would have met otherwise. And it's such a great opportunity to like, make connections and like meet people who have the same goals and dreams as you but also people who are different than you and who have different aspirations and stuff like that like I'm an aspiring full-time entrepreneur and like and you already like you did what I want to do eventually which is like leave the traditional role of like working nine to five working a traditional job and like working for yourself full-time and so yeah I just love that I love everything
1: you're doing with Toronto Girls Social. It makes things that potentially you may not have known were possible seem possible when you see Mm. something else that you know and you know their story and you know what they overcame and what they did to do that. It makes you know that you're not alone and that you can do it. Like for example, when I left my partner, I had seen another woman. Her name's Dara Melanson. I want to give her credit because she's she was doing something similar to me. She worked for the government. We met on a Slack channel through the government. We were like the only two like young people in her like. Kind of <laughs> so I saw her photo and I was like, "Hey, like we have the same job. We don't work in the same office, but like you seem cool. Like let's chat, you know." Um, and so we started chatting and we connected. And I followed her on Instagram. And she one day posted like, "I quit my job. I left my fiance. I sold our house." And now I'm crying and I'm alone, but I know that I did the right thing. And I was like, oh my God. And then she became a breakup coach and I was following her content and I was like, oh my God, I I would go back to that post like every day being like, (laughs) how did you like, how did you get there? How did you know you were doing the right thing? How did you know the time was right? And, and I, I told her eventually, like, I can't wait to one day tell you how you inspired me. And. I talk about that story. I've I've talked about that story online before, and I've had people kind of come back to me and say, I can't wait to tell you how you inspired me, you know? And Mm. just knowing her, having her, like, you you might not, if you don't know somebody who's done something that you want to do, you might not know it's possible. So I feel like with Toronto Girl Social, you, you get a network of people who are doing all these different things that you would have never been, maybe your past may have never crossed. And you can find out that so much more is possible. And so we're just so much stronger with our experiences that we share. Yeah,
0: I love that. I feel like what you said about like not seeing someone like accomplish something like you might not even know it's possible. Like I, I resonate so much with that. And I also feel like sometimes you need to hear it from like the right person too. Mm -hmm. like, like you need to hear it from someone who you've been following on Instagram or TikTok for a long time, and you've come to like really look up to them and are inspired by them. And once you hear it from them, like that's what makes it click. And I've definitely had that experience in the past. i'm um, I'm actually going through like a little bit of a pivot right now um in my own journey. Like as I've mentioned to you, I'm a I'm formerly a mindset coach. Now I'm kind of putting coaching on the back burner, and I'm kind of figuring out what's next. But like, my um, a coach that I worked with um, late last year into this year, she, like, she finally like, she was the person that I needed to connect with at that time. And like, helped me start my podcast that I've wanted to start for like five years. And like, so that's an example of like, you know, that you want to do things, but it takes that one person to like, push
1: you. A little to, much. Yeah, yeah. A little much. or even somebody who believes in you. Yeah, you just need someone to say like, yeah, girl, you can do that. And you should go and do that. And, yeah. um, I think we don't get a lot. We don't believe like women, we really struggle to believe in ourselves. We really do. I do some like, and I'm trying to get better at it. I'm trying to like change my brain pattern to be like, every time I doubt myself, like, no, like, no, like just tell yourself, no, you can do this. Like for example, yeah. I'm going to be, I'm going to be on TV for the first time this week. Oh my God i'm gonna be doing a panel talking about making friendships as an adult and i'm like okay this podcast is like good practice for me and every yeah. time i at first i was like okay i'm nervous and then i'm like no i'm just gonna change my brain i'm gonna stop the negative thought and i'm gonna say no you are you created this you are an expert you could do this because i don't ha- necessarily have somebody kind of like telling me you know and right now like as i lead up to this interview that 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 and and i don't i should be okay with my own sense of you know, confidence and being able to do that. So I totally understand sometimes you need that. And then I think once you kind of get that and as you hope, as we grow up and like get a little bit older, we have to kind of learn how to have that. We, we learn, we do learn how to do it ourselves, I think. Mm -hmm. But you need a lot of life. It comes with a lot of life experience. It comes with practice of like knowing that, okay, I did this. I put like, for you, for example, okay, I'm putting coaching on the back burner right now, but it doesn't mean I can't come back to it if I want to. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that, you know, that wasn't a success. It just means that was a, le- a lesson in life. And that taught me that, that, that experience taught me that I'm now like to get to this path. And I'm always on a path to where I'm going type of thing. Yeah, exactly. It's life experience. Yeah. All yeah, life experience. It's everything. I always try to come back to is like, everything is a life lesson. And where you can find the lesson in it, it it kind of it can kind of like minimize things to be less scary, less um, challenging. You're just like, okay, yeah, that was a lesson, and now I'm just moving forward with the new knowledge that I have. But that's that's very exciting. It takes a lot of courage to make a career switch and and to try new things. So I really admire that. And I think we get so stuck as we get so stuck doing the same thing for comfort and security. And and I think we can we. I do think we should be more like, you know, take more risks and try, try new things because our time is limited, you know, we got to kind of find those things that speak to us and then try to, try to access them, try to move forward with them. I love what
0: you said about, um, like getting too comfortable because something that, I've thought about a lot recently is like so many people are living on like autopilot and staying in that comfortable and like doing the same thing over and over and over again every single day and I'm just like want to tell the audience that you don't have to like that doesn't have to be your path like you know like try new things like connect with hobbies and like interests that you have and like like experiment with new things. And that's what I'm in the process of doing. And like, you don't have to be in this cycle where you're unhappy, like you were unhappy in your government job. And, you know, I've recently started a part time job, I'm I am looking for a full time job, just so I can like, get to that point where I'm like, financially secure. And like, eventually down the road, I want to be able to like work for myself full time. That's like, my ultimate dream and like i'm willing to like try new things and like put myself out there and like get out of my comfort zone to like learn things you know what i mean good for you
1: absolutely it's it's takes a lot of courage a lot of guts and and also to remember that you're like you're young you know like i'm i to be totally honest and transparent, like I've had help my whole life. You know what I mean? Like I had help to go to school. I had help sometimes with when, when I left my partner, like I had help financially from my mom because Mm -hmm. I needed a, uh, first and last month's rent. I needed moving expenses. I didn't have any of that money and I didn't know I'd be able to afford living on my own and only at 30, you know, do I have a little bit of like, more financial security at 30, right? So you have to take... It's hard because the internet, You like, a lot of... We compare, right?
0: Comparison, yeah.
1: So you're like, oh, like... And I don't know. How old are you? You're young. I'm 31. Oh, you're 31? Oh, my gosh. Why did I think you were, like, 25? (laughs) Everyone thinks that. That's okay. (laughs) The point is lost, then. But but not even because I don't think there's any timeline on life. And I think that, like, you are still young at 31. Like, we are so young. Like, we, we have we have so much time to do the things that we just have to give ourselves the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Um, What is your proudest accomplishment so far?
1: Honestly, it's got to be Toronto girls social. It really is. It's just, it's so, it's so, one of my friends said to me after the, we had an event with Bumble BFF uh, last Mm -hmm. year and we did like a girls night out at pizza, wine, disco, which is a bar in Toronto. And, we were sitting outside kind of just like wrapping up the night, waiting for Ubers. And the best thing about TGS or like one of the, one of the great things about it is that like people will always like Uber home together or get on the streetcar together. Like they, they come alone and then they leave together and it's just so nice <laughs> to see the connections forming. Um, but she, my friend Naomi looked at me at who we met through Toronto girl social. She goes, are you just so proud of yourself? And I was like, I didn't even think of it like that. You know, like, I don't know why I feel weird saying like, I'm proud of myself. Um, but I felt, yeah, that really, that was a moment where I was like, you know what, this is like very special. Yeah. It's created a lot of really good for a lot of people. And I, I love that we could just give opportunities to women. Um, so I'm so excited to see where it goes.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes too. Because I feel like so many exciting things are happening right now for you like you're gonna be on tv and there was that article the other day too so I'm just really excited to like follow you along on this journey and Thank like see care. what happens Thanks. um you give awesome advice like amazing advice and I'd love to hear from you like what are three things that you would tell your younger self
1: I just got this question in my AMA so I feel like I'm <laughs> Okay, honestly, I had this vision of, like, me... Because when I picture my younger self, I picture her in her, like, cubicle at the the government office that I used to work at. Mm -hmm. And I picture myself, like, running up and, like, sneaking up to her and be like, girl, (laughs) you have no idea, girl. Like, don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you're going to be fine. So, honestly, I would just... Like, I would probably just comfort her and be like, you are gonna die (laughs) you have no idea um uh yeah like you're gonna be okay it's gonna be fine you're gonna get through it and also just like trust yourself like stop don't worry as much and trust Mm -hmm. yeah trust what i I love that just relax you're gonna get there you'll get where you need to be and um just enjoy yourself buckle up
0: (laughs) (laughs) i love that um And going off of, like, I know you've kind of touched on, like, goals you have and stuff like that, but do you have any, like, a specific goal that you're working towards right now? It can be TGS related or not. It can be, like, a general goal,
1: too. Yeah. um, That's a good question. I... I have, so what my, I so I have a manager who helps with like my content and she helps with Toronto Girl Social a lot too. So at the beginning of the year, we did like a, just a, like a light goal exercise just to kind of write down like dream partnerships that I might want to work with, even an income goal that we talk about because she says that's important to do as well. Like I'm kind of new to this, like working for myself as well. Like this is right. my first, this is my first full year of doing it. Um, so right now I feel like I don't like I kind of have taken it day by day to be totally honest like I'm just kind of like because I think I'm gonna get I I have dreams for Toronto Girls Social like in my head I'm like okay it would be a great idea to expand to like younger women like like girls in Mm -hmm. high school or girls in elementary school and have a space for um for kids essentially and teenagers to kind of meet other other women and or uh, they're not women they're girls but like (laughs) other girls and connect and um have like a safe space to make friends um Mm -hmm. so I kind of have that but that would be like a long-term goal right um and 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 I I'm still kind of exploring that I think with Toronto Girls Social I'm just taking it day by day and seeing what happens with it because I don't want to force anything and I think the right opportunities will come when they come Mm -hmm. that makes sense like the right. I'm trusting in the timing, and I'm just taking it yes. day by day, trying to manage what I have on my plate right now. So are my goals, no, like nothing too major. I have. I want to go to right. Japan this year if Ooh. I can, I can that. I'm, I'm trying to. I would love to have a sponsored trip to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would love, but we'll see. That,
0: that sounds awesome. I love what you said about um because I feel like I well. Maybe like we were both kind of like, like, kind of the last generations where we grew up mostly without social media. And so, what you said about like reaching younger girls with Toronto Girls Social, like, that really resonated with me. Cause, like, I feel like, especially in the world we live in now, like, it's so important because like 13, 14 year old girls are like on TikTok and Instagram comparing themselves constantly and I'm so grateful that I didn't have that growing up and I didn't even have a phone until high school like you know it's such a different world that we live in now and so I think it's it's so important to like try to reach like younger girls too because that's when they're in their formative years and like you know like if we get them during their formative years and like show them what really matters and like reach them about like women empowerment and stuff like that like that's what will like as they grow up exactly
1: building confidence showing them you know like even just if there's so many ways to do it like maybe you know it has some girls who are our age who come to the event and then they kind of like all chat and share experiences and like Mm -hmm. like a big brother big sister type of thing but like less like that um and just reaching yeah Girls who, like, I'm thinking about my experience growing up, like, having a friend issue was like traumatizing. If you were in high school, or not, it was like, oh my God, like, who do I sit with at lunch? And where do I? And it's like to know that, like, yeah. hey, you have friends from another school or like you have a community of people, like, that is just, I feel like that's so empowering. So I feel like there's definitely an opportunity to do something with that. Um, so I have to figure that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think very valuable. Yeah.
0: Um, kind of going off of that, what, um, cause I know you talk a lot about mental health as well. What do you do when you're struggling with either, um, your mental health or anxiety or stress about something? Like, what do you do?
1: Good question. Um, <clears throat> I will, <laughs> what do I do? Um, I usually I'll call my mom. um which you know it's kind of tough because sometimes I don't I don't want to like burden my mom with like you know um my stress too because she really does care a lot so I know it really impacts her um uh I try to self-soothe so kind of just like self-talk myself so when I get you know I don't really like suffer from anxiety or you know depression or anything Mm -hmm. like I feel very fortunate in that I, I really feel like I do have a good handle on my mental health and that I'm pretty high functioning in terms of really good. my mental health. Um, that being said, like I have family members with mental health challenges and like I have a lot of friends with mental health challenges. Sending social work. I really got a good understanding of it being in that, in that um, mm. field um, and just the people that I work with. Um, and then um, I, so I think what I, what I do now is to really try to self-talk and what, and, how it would probably manifest to me as like anxiety. Like, like I talked to you about my anxiety, like a bit of fear or nervousness around going on TV. So I'm like, just trying mm-hmm. to like, okay, no self-talk yourself. You created this, you know what you're talking about. You're not going on there and talking about, I don't know, some sort of science thing or math you're going to talk. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. So go on there and act like it, you know? So mm-hmm. I, I really try to self-talk And then, you know, I kind of say, like, everything, you know, like, nothing matters. (laughs) Nothing really matters. Nothing's that serious. Um, Everyone forgets everything. What's the worst thing that could happen? And then sit with the idea of, like, what's the worst thing that could happen? And then, okay, so I, I, in my head, the worst thing that could happen is I pause and don't have any, like, I can't. Think of what to say because I do yeah. struggle with that sometimes. Like I struggle losing my train of thought, and then I me too. Sleep. Yeah, and then I'm like, uh, uh, what was I talking about? Um, so I'm like, okay. And if that happens, I'm like, well, probably not that many people are going to watch it anyway. And I'm like, I could promote it. Like in my head, I'm like, I could go be talking about it every day, guys. My appearance is coming up, but I'm like, I'm just going to keep it quiet. <laughs> if anybody sees it, they see it. And then if it goes well, and I know for next time that I will, you know, I'll promote it a little bit more. So, um, self-talk is a big one. Um, when I'm in crisis, I go to therapy. I haven't been going to therapy lately because I just feel like I'm not in a space where I really feel like I need it. Mm Um, things have been pretty good and and like pretty even for me. Um, but therapy is a big help and, um, just moving my, moving my body helps. Um, doing like a little bit of like meditation work, that sort of stuff. It's all those things that they, people tell you to do. And then you're <laughs> them, it really works.
0: But like it actually. But it does. actually it does. does. Yeah. 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 I love what you said about self-talk. That's definitely something that I have been focusing on too. Like, especially um like when I was working with clients to help them, Um, with their mindset and limiting beliefs, like, I definitely have my own. And what I've worked on doing is when a limiting belief comes up, like, oh, there's no way you you could do that, like, you're not qualified, whatever, like, stopping that thought in its tracks and being like, no, you are qualified, like, you know, you're totally capable. So like stopping it right away. And like, those thoughts will always come up. I don't think you'll ever get to a point where those those thoughts will never come up for you again. But if you get into the habit of like stopping it right away, that helps Mm -hmm. so much. And it doesn't get into like It doesn't keep getting into your subconscious, which is what we don't want. Like we want
1: to keep it into our conscious mind and not get into our subconscious. I do it every day. I honestly and it's kind of like lucky girl syndrome in a way, right? Yeah, everything is good. Everything works out for me. I can do anything. I can have anything. And I honestly I do say that to myself every day. Like because I I have fears and worries too. like my my rent is going up like an insane amount. And I'm like, I'm just going to make more money. I literally just tell myself, I'm just going to make my money, but I'm just going to make my money. Like I'm just (laughs) going to be able to afford it. Like whatever happens, I'm going to do it instead of being like, you know, what am I going to do? And I, that obviously that is like, a there's a lot of, to unpack in that statement. Like you can, I'm sure talk about the privilege in that statement. Absolutely. Um, but in my head, and that's what works for me at home in the comfort of my own home where I'm like telling Mm -hmm. myself, I have to deal with this challenge. I'm just going to deal with it. I'm going to get through it. Everything is going to be, I I, I accept everything that comes my way and I will navigate it. I will be able to solve every problem. I will get through it and I'll learn a lesson from it. So that's what I, that's what I do. I do the self-talk and it's, it's, it's helpful. You're right. They, they they still come up. Those thoughts still come up. Oh, well, you're going to have to cut back on other stuff or you're going to have to, you know, maybe what happens next year when the rent goes up again. and, And, but it's just like, nope, when it comes, I will deal with it. I will be okay. Stop it dead in its tracks. It actually is
0: helpful yeah like just like a brief story about that like I'm a big goal setter person and when I lost my full-time job in December I was like really stressed out because I was like I need to find a full-time job like I live with my boyfriend so we split rent and I well he pays more because he he makes more and he's also working full time but I want to pull my weight so I was getting stressed and as you said rent's going up his mortgage keeps going up and so I was like in my head about like and I've been applying like crazy and I'm like I need to find a job I need to find a job I need to find a job and I had set a date that I needed to get a job by February 28th and I got one two days ago well, uh, yesterday. Me. My I... first day was yesterday. Oh my gosh. And so that's an example of like goal setting. Like if you really like focus on it, it will come when you need it. And also I struggle with like um like um financial limiting beliefs too. And like when I've needed money, like it's come in some way. Like yeah, it's crazy. Like the other day, I was kind of stressed about like my rent um, uh, contribution like next month. But I got a bonus because for my bank, I got a bonus because I've withdrawn like a certain amount for three months straight. And so I'm like, Oh, okay. So that is completely unexpected. And I was like, wow, okay, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's like an example of like manifestation, like yeah. all that people might think it's like woo woo,
1: but it's like real. Like, I know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I tend to agree. Like the whole, I think our, our mindset about money, like, I don't think we talk enough people, women talk enough about money and, mm-hmm. and man <laughs> manifesting more. But you know, I hear this a lot, like money comes, it goes, it, um it goes and it flows. And like, even my therapist said to me when I was thinking about quitting my job and like kind of just figuring out what I want to do, she's like, you'll find ways to make money. You know, whether that's, yeah. you go on a, you book a trip to Greece and you serve at a restaurant in Greece, or maybe you become a spin instructor, or you will find ways to make money when you need it. And yeah. and then, you know, it just, and then at that time when I quit my job, I just started getting more and more co- contracts and brand deals. So it, it it happens it does happen. yeah yeah for
0: sure um before we close out I have one more question I um I'm curious about how you I know that a lot of people they want to start like showing up on social media and like posting more authentically and being themselves and I love how like honest and vulnerable you are and you kind of got your start by sharing a very like big life thing with your breakup after being someone being with someone for like a very very long time and how like did you struggle at all with like sharing that and like being
1: vulnerable about it like what was that process like for you Yeah, that's a really good question. I do get a lot of people asking me, like, how do I start my content creation? How do I want to become a content creator? What do I do? And my advice is always, yeah, be vulnerable, be yourself and try to create a community. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, what can people look to you for? Right? What, what is it that you're offering people? Because I think when you create selfish content, like you're not necessarily gonna, why, you know, give something to people that they want, like make it interesting mm-hmm. for people. And I think that was really interesting for people. And I, I think it honestly just happened kind of naturally. Like, I think I was, I was so like, I, I was proud of myself, but I was also, I don't know if I was trying to prove something to someone. And mm-hmm. looking back on it, kind of reflecting on it. I'm like, I'm okay on my own. Like, look what I can do. Um, right. And this is important. And, and I think it was kind of like, I wanted to, yeah, almost like document and prove to myself like what I could do. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though I was afraid, like I was so afraid to leave. I I did not want to break up. I wanted this. I wanted him to change so that I didn't have to break up. And Mm. realizing that he wasn't going to change was a, was a a tough, that was a tough thing to kind of accept. Right. That's when I realized, yeah, like I have to go, like I can't, I can't keep doing this. And so I, I think I just, I, I thought about TikTok and having like a niche, and I think that kind of fit it. That that was the whole, you know, like now they kind of say, "Well, make yourself the niche." But before, it was kind of like you need to have a niche. So talking about mm-hmm. like talking about Toronto, talking about my life as a single person. It was all kind of fitting in. And I think I was just getting such good feedback from it that I was like, I've got to keep doing this because people like this. Like they were, you know, I, I remember my first post where I was like showing my new apartment on my TikTok and like all the boxes about me moving in and people were like, what happened? And then I ta- started talking about my experiences and their real life experiences. People want to hear real life experiences. Um, so it, it just, it was not, it, it didn't feel forced I just mm-hmm. try to do it as naturally as possible. Um, and I think at the end of the day, I was, I, I don't know what really, I, I i can't think of if there was like a certain like goal I was trying to achieve with it. I think I was just like, this is interesting. I like being creative. I like talking about my life. This is, this gets views. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <clears throat> I'm going to talk about it. And and it, it all brought me to Toronto Girl Social, which is sort of I feel like my my purpose, which kinda yeah. into purpose driven life, but um, <laughs> that's kind of the,
0: that's kind of it. I don't know, does that answer the question? Yeah, yeah. I I love that it just came organically and naturally and like I'm a firm believer in like I totally understand that some people just aren't willing to like share certain aspects of their life on social media but for me I think it's so important to be vulnerable and be honest about like what I'm going through because if even one person can like connect to it and like need to like hear that to like make a change in their own life like that's that's a success and like you know what I mean like helping people is something that I've known for a long time as my purpose and I'm just trying to figure out right now what that will look like in terms of like helping people um like what I want the format of that to be but like I just am so passionate about like mindset inspiration like empowerment and so I feel like we both kind of have the same like Niche in that way,
1: (laughs) (laughs) you're You're really helping me today. This is (laughs) (laughs) is is TV, yes, about Toronto Girl Social. Um, you're you're, you are helping people, you're platforming people. Um, you by coming to my event, you were so helpful. Like anyone who comes out and supports is so is a big help, and and you've always supported me and reposted my stuff and shared my yes profile and that is a huge help. So you you I'm are- a hype woman. <laughs> That's that person. such an like you I I feel like I'm kind of hype woman too. You know what I mean? Like I am that person who wants to uplift and platform people and let yeah. people share their stories and give the people the space and time they need to talk. Um you're doing amazing. You're doing amazing thank you. you. You're figuring out how you want to help people but you're still doing that in the process. And maybe you're just honing into what you're, you're seeing that more. Maybe you'll see that. More. Yeah,
0: I love that. Thank you. That's so nice. Um, to close out. Um, so when you think about like people listening who might be struggling with being single, feeling lost in life, not really knowing what's next for them or not knowing what they want out of life. What advice would you give to that person? What would you want them to hear right now?
1: I would say um, release the pressure on yourself to have all the answers and to feel um, confident and comfortable with your life path. Like know that uncertainty is unavoidable and it's okay. You don't need to have all the answers. Coast take a breath, take a breath, coast for a bit. Try not to pressure yourself to, to feel a hundred percent amazing, certain about what you're doing. Cause nobody knows, nobody really knows what they're mm-hmm. Um, and it takes time to figure that out. So when you release the pressure on yourself, like, Oh, like, Oh, I don't have a boyfriend. I don't know my job. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, what am I doing? Just take a breath. It's okay. Just, calm like I hate to say calm down because I hate being told to calm down but like just try to enforce a sense of calm about mm. um how you will get through this and you will get to a point where you feel more confident and comfortable in what you're doing just release the pressure because when you take away the pressure you create space for things to happen more naturally and that's what happened to me I was so confused I was so lost I was depressed I, I was like depressed it's hard to say if I was like I think I was having a little bit of depression. Like I wasn't, I won't say that I was depressed or diagnosed depressed, but I was struggling. I was struggling to get out of bed in the morning. I was struggling to really show up in my life. And, and when I released the pressure on myself to have all the answers, to know what it is I wanted to do, it just started happening. It just fell into place. I think that sounds so corny. I love that so much. When you just give yourself a break, just you know, know that everybody is struggling, you know, you're not the only person who feels like they don't want to go to their job. Most people out there at your job feel that way. Everyone's just hiding it, you know? Mm -hmm. um, So just release the pressure and know that you will get where you're going.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. I love, I love release the pressure because like in this in-between season that I'm in right now, I'm like, I have kind of been subconsciously trying to like force myself to find out what the next thing is and so I'm trying to remind myself like it's okay to be in this season of like not knowing what the heck I want to do and like focus on like the priorities that I do have like my podcast finding a full-time job that stuff and like focus on that and I know that I'll figure it out so I'm not you know so that was really amazing advice
1: to leave us off with. <laughs> We're very aligned. I love like. it. And there's yes. important work that goes through these like in between seasons, a lot of, yes. a lot of learning about yourself, a lot of good skill building, like being okay with uncertainty and that self-talk that it takes you to, because the next time, you know, you'll get to a place where you want to be and then it'll be the time where you're like, okay, now where do I want to be? And yes, you're say, well, the last time I did this, that worked for me. And I, 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 I released the pressure and I was, I flew through it. I got there, like, you know, I got where I needed to be. So that's going to happen for me again. It's all a good experience.
0: Yes. You need to be going through these times.
1: Yes, oh, exactly. Everything in abundance. Oh, like it just, it never, that would have it's not, it's not realistic. So.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Chloe. Thank this was so much. fun. Was um, good. to, anytime. of course. Um, <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'd love to have you back on. Um, to leave us off, how about you self-promo yourself, let them know your social media handles so everyone can go follow you because, you guys, you need to go follow Chloe. So Thank take it you. away.
1: <laughs> uh, my handles are at ChloeBow underscore T-O, so C-H-L-O-V-O-W underscore T-O on TikTok and Instagram. I do AMAs all the time. So you can ask me advice. You can ask me questions. I will do my best to help you out. And um, I do my vlogs and my little get ready with me. So if I want to be, <laughs> videos to <laughs> And And uh, Yeah, I hope to, if you, if you found me from this podcast, please let me know, send me a DM. Love to yes. connect. And thank you so much for having me. It's so fun. I'm so proud of oh you. My God. I'm happy to know you and be connected with you. I love oh. what you're doing. And congrats on the pod. Thank you so
0: much. Thank you so much for coming on. And I love you so much. (laughs) Bye. Bye.